I don't know what it is exactly. Aldebaran whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. No, you two could drive a man to drink. Welcome to Drunk Trek, your weekly drunken Star Trek podcasts. We're your hosts. I'm Chris. I'm Amanda. I'm Matthew. And we are here with you tonight to watch some more Star Trek episodes while getting drunk. Yay! Real quick, let's go around and do our drunk factor. Mm, Amanda, what's your drunk factor? Uh, a slightly burpy. Slightly burpy. <laughs> so it's like, what, like a three? Yeah. 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 Swine isn't doing its job at all. Mm, We could switch over to Moscow Mules. That's a shame. I might for the next one. Uh, I'm cruising at a comfortable four. I'm probably there along at a four, maybe even a five. I. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you took like eight shots in the last two minutes of the last. It was five shots. I took five shots in the last episode. More like four and a half. Let's be real. That's why feelings are bad. <laughs> feelings are the worst. They make me Don't drink. Nobody I agree with that. Avoid them in general. What do you feel things, Matt? Like every what? Day, like every day? Not every day, but some days I do feel things. Wow. And sometimes they're positive things. Oh my god. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> it's pretty pleasant. Oh wow. And sometimes they're negative things, and that's very unpleasant. Yeah, you know, I get that. Part. I'm very familiar with that sensation. <laughs> oh, that was a fun noise I just made up the mic. But uh, you know, we don't have to think about the unpleasant feelings because we're drinking and watching Star Trek. Yay! Mm-hmm. So, uh, for those of you that are, if this is your first time listening, what we do here is we get drunk. We just and watch... got super real on you for a second. <laughs> yeah, we do that sometimes. We get we get really drunk and we watch Star Trek episodes. And as we're watching the episodes, we comment on them. Uh, it's kind of like riff tracks in that sort of sense, um, except not pre-scripted by a group of very talented comedians. Yeah, it's no, just it's us just... three drunk assholes on a couch. It is, it, sometimes but... it works, sometimes it does not. <laughs> no, but usually by the end of the month, we're pretty hammered and we're. As I remember it, we're hilarious. <laughs> I, I remember really us as being very much. funny as well. You, I don't remember much of it either. I remember that I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Matt, so what are we drinking this month? Uh, we have a shot that is our time loop shot, time which loop. is uh, almond milk and loopy vodka, which is very delicious. Well, for, um, for two-thirds of us, it's very delicious. Two-thirds of us. Those of us who are not prejudiced against cereal. And cereal? No, I like many cereals. The only cereal basically I don't like is Fruit Loops. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in addition, I also have a delicious mixture of Dr. Pepper and peach vodka. Chris, what are you drinking? I am drinking super alcoholic Moscow Mules. I've got alcoholic ginger beer and a hundred proof vodka. The splash of lime, just to make it I don't know, something palpable. Amanda, what about you? I have a Barefoot Moscato. Barefoot Moscato. Very nice. Very nice. Delicious. Which isn't very well. So we are continuing along. It is September. It is Matt's birthday month, which means hey! Matt... Hey! Matt, Matt you... remind us what we did on your birthday. Uh, there was... It's a blur. It's a blur. No, we want to know. It's a blur. I remember someone in, like, a lion costume... And then there were streamers, but not where you would expect them from. Oh, nice. <laughs> where were the streamers from? 
Where you wouldn't expect them, Prescott. Do you listen? Well, I I, I don't know what to expect. I want some clarification. Yes. If if he knew where they came from, then you would expect them, and that ruins the whole thing. Well, I wouldn't have expected them in the past when we were at the birthday party, <laughs> but I'd like to know where they were unexpectedly coming from now. Also, Chris, I've never seen that nun outfit before that you were wearing. That was oh, I, I that wear was the, a surprise. I wear that most Thursdays. I'm. I guess we just don't hang out much on Thursday. We really don't, actually. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you need to hang out with me more. I mean, your birthday is on Thursday. You hang out with me on Thursday more often. I guess so. Oh, my goodness. All right. (laughs) So, Matt, you get to pick the episodes this month. I do. What is your birthday episode? So, my theme this month has been things that spark memories in me. Yeah. And I remember so vividly the hype surrounding this particular episode Mm -hmm. star trek voyager yeah the new star trek series yeah i used to vhs tape it religiously you know really big thing when it came out Mm -hmm. and when the second season was coming around oh my god so much advertising so much hype around it i remember seeing things like oh my god they're going to land the spaceship on a planet. Yeah. We've never landed the spaceship on a planet before. Well, we crashed into them. Oh, yeah, once. <laughs> yeah, in a but, movie. But landing it's pretty unprecedented. Landing it is pretty amazing. It is one of the very, very few episodes I can think of in Star Trek that is not that doesn't follow the formula of we introduce a problem prior to the stinger, mm-hmm. we spend the episode resolving the problem, and by the end of it, we've resolved it. Yeah. This is an episode that is much more focused on the actual characters, yeah. the motivations yeah. of them, like the 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 community of the ship crew, mm-hmm. their ideology, their philosophy going yeah. forward. Well, it's a much more introspective episode. Th- that's a big thing with Voyager in the first two and a half seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is bringing the Maquis and the Federation together. together yeah, yeah. And, and, and and I think the point of this episode was to like to solidify the fact that they are a single crew, mm-hmm. and they're like you know they're embracing this mission to get home together. And so yeah, that's this episode. It is mm-hmm. season two, episode one, uh, the thirty sevens. All right. So anyway, uh, what we'll do here in a second is we will say three, two, one, engage. When we say engage, hit play. Go ahead and queue up your. Before you do that, of course, you want to queue up Season 2, Episode 1 of Voyager on your Netflix or Blu-ray device. Uh, and then you'll be more or less in sync with us as we talk along throughout the episode. Let's get started. Three, Three two, one. Engage. engage. Speaking of burpee. And this we start with a pornographic shot of the Voyager. And those hey. of you who are watching the caption see that majestic Rust. music is playing. Yes. Rust. In space. God, I love Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew is the fucking best. I was going to go meet her at Wizard World last Mm -hmm. weekend, but then I didn't go to Wizard World. That sucks. My anxiety was being too bad. I couldn't deal with all those people. I know 100% how that goes. That's why I haven't gone to Gen Con in eight years. (sighs) (laughs) Meow, 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 meow. Have you seen, by the way, have either of you seen NTSF SD SUV? No. No. Kate Mulgrew's in that, and she's fantastic in it as well. Kate Mulgrew's fantastic in everything. Well, yeah. I guess I should just say Kate Mulgrew's in it and leave it at that. That tells you everything you need to know. (laughs) I think, I'm not certain, but this may be the episode that also establishes that Paris is like a 20th century 
fanatic. Yeah, because the car shows up, the the truck. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. look there. <laughs> and he knows everything about it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I guess it'd be like if I was a, a 16th century nerd. Kind of, yeah. I feel like that's only just below oh. Abraham Lincoln flying at the view screen. Yeah. <laughs> in, uh, All right. So one of the rules we have here that's, is during the opening credits, we do a savage shot. Savage Curtain, right? That's yeah. yeah. So we're doing our time loop shot. Cheers, clinky clinky. Cheers. Abraham Lincoln flying at the screen is a pretty high bar. I'll just say that's that. That's the best thing. Like it's number one like, Star Trek memory is Abraham Lincoln flying at the like, screen. Like I think directly below that is John De- John Delancey's naked ass. Yes. Yeah, but uh, as far as like episodes we've done so far, yeah, Abraham Lincoln flying through the cosmos definitely like number one with a bullet. Mm. Uh. Remember, I was dating this guy in college, and he was taking a class on Abraham Lincoln. And the professor showed that episode during class. And that was the first Star Trek episode he had ever seen in his entire life. He knew I was a Star Trek fan. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So he comes back home that day, and he's just like, I saw this Star Trek episode, and it was really weird. Do you, do you guys remember the first episode of Star Trek that you ever saw? I almost included mine in this in this month. I don't. I, I don't remember the first one I saw. I know it was Next Generation, and I know it was on... We had a... A console television growing up, like mm-hmm. one where it's like a basically a TV built into a hutch. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, I don't remember how, like starting watching Star Trek, but I do remember, I do remember like the first year of me watching it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of vague, but like me and my uh, a friend of mine who's also named Chris, like really got into it in yeah. second grade, and um, and it was kind of that, that was kind of like our bond. We were yeah. fast friends after that. I remember, you know, begging my parents, because it always aired at like 9 o'clock, and our bedtime yeah. was 9 o'clock, and I always begged my really? parents. Oh, yeah. Well, I had... When you were young. When you were younger, grade, yeah. sure, 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 sure. <laughs> I had authoritarian parents. That 9 o'clock bedtime lasted until I was 16 and moved out. Like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd always have to beg them, let me stay up and watch Star Trek, let me stay up and watch Star Trek. <laughs> you know, like... Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I don't have any... <laughs> Oh, Kim, I think I was too guy. young the so first time I saw naive. Star Trek to remember the first time I saw Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I st- but that's because, like I told you guys, I, yeah. my, my mom, I don't know if my mom was a big, was mm. a big she liked sci-fi. I, I remember this sci-fi. I remember this episode, I remember her sniffing it and saying, horse manure. Yeah, yes. she's a country girl. She yeah. is. Um, I, I started watching Next Generation in the third season. I do remember that. Because I was actually able, even at a young age, to identify the seasons within mm-hmm. the first. By the time the opening credits ended, I, I could I could tell you what season of Star Trek it was. Yeah, for me, I, I think I was seven or eight, which means it would have been ninety one, ninety two. Mm-hmm. So later on in TNG, but mm-hmm. it was in syndication, so they ran all the mm-hmm. older episodes. Yeah. I remember yeah. the very first episode I saw. I was like just like randomly flipping through channels, mm-hmm. and it was I, I flipped on to an episode. I don't. I think it was season two, maybe called yeah. "The Hunted." Mm. Ooh, yeah. And like that was that was that's the episode that got me hooked. Yeah, on Star yeah. Trek that started a lifelong love of this series. So, like, so my mom's not the like a crazy Star Trek fan, but she liked Star Trek a lot. My dad is a big Star Trek fan. Like, he had all the action figures mm-hmm. and all the books when I was growing up. Yeah, and of course. 
they named me Amanda because of Spock's mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never yeah. knew that. Well, she has mentioned it on the show it a, a few times. times. I've been very drunk on this yeah, show. Yeah, so so I don't remember like the first time I saw Star Trek. I've always had Star Trek in my life. Yeah, I mean, I know for me, like I was always, I, I mean, I. I was always, I mean, I had to go to like occupational therapy and speech therapy, and like I was never really like an in kid. So like, oh yeah, uh, I went to speech therapy until I was like fifteen. Yeah, so I mean, I I think I stopped speech therapy about thirteen. Mm-hmm. It was, but um, oh, that's a lot of vodka. Sorry, continue. <laughs> good, good continue. on you. But anyway, so like, I mean, Star Trek for me, like, me and my friend Chris, who also had speech, I had speech therapy with, we became fast friends because like. You know, it was a sort of optimistic thing, and like, it was about like being smart and science and nerdiness, like ruling the day, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it really spoke to me even as a kid. I am, I am, I am glad. I am glad that we are sharing memories. <laughs> I mean, it's still, because that's what this entire block is for me. It's about memories. Yeah, it's yes. about but Star Trek and how how really important it's been to my life. No, Star Trek has been huge in my life. Like, mm-hmm. even 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 though I, I mean, obviously it's been off the air for twelve years. I mean, even and even even though like I, I stopped watching it so much in high school. Like, I don't know. Like, it still still holds a near and dear place in my heart. Star Trek is always going to be always going to be an important thing to me. Yeah, like I haven't seen a lot of Deep Space Nine just because I was at the age where I was in bed before it came yeah. on. And it wasn't really, it wasn't really much in syndication. We had it down here. And if anything was in syndication, I was watching TNG. Yeah, yeah. We had it down here. Like there was a local, local a Fox affiliate down here that ran all all the Star Treks at nine. Yeah. Like pretty much Monday through Thursday, they ran Star Trek at nine. Yeah, but, but still later than. Yeah, like, like I said, I had to. Go, I, it was one of those things where I had to beg to stay up to watch it. And, yeah, and then Voyager came on. And yeah. I loved Voyager. Here we go. Here's here we the moment. Go. Oh, we can land the ship. ship. They're like, no, Mind's we can't. Blowing. <laughs> we have never done that before. Eleven-year-old Matt is having his mind blown at this exact oh, moment. Oh no, I remember this. You know, twelve-year-old Chris is like, what? <laughs> You're going to land a starship? And I believe by the time Voyager came out, actually, um, uh, so my, my parents are split um, for most of my life. But um, my mom, my mom's house. Uh, I had my own room and I had a, a small 13-inch TV and a VCR. And so I actually had programmed that fucking VCR to mm-hmm. record these Voyager episodes. <laughs> and so I got to go to my mom's house like every other weekend and like <laughs> every time I'd like check my tapes and see what Voyager episodes I had and watch them and I was so excited about them. Oh, God. Oh, so I mentioned that part of the reason I didn't go to uh, Wizard World was the crowds. Yeah. My anxiety is too bad right now. I can't deal mm-hmm. with that. I also knew, like, if I went and I met Kate Mulgrew, like, the minute I met her, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'd just be, like, sobbing. Yeah. And it'd be yeah. embarrassing and I wouldn't be able to deal with also, it. Also, can we talk for a second that they went to Blue Alert? Like, yeah. that's new. This is the series that, that introduced Code Blue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alerts. That's which landing condition. condition, right? Condition Blue, yeah. Yeah, Condition Blue. Well, she said Blue Alert, and then, then she, oh, just, okay. she described it as Condition Blue. Yeah, well, same thing, <laughs> kind of. Because we've had yellow alerts and red alerts yeah. before. Mm-hmm. This is our first blue alert. Mm. Like you have to wonder the if there's a, there's a green and an orange alert in there. Like the terror rainbow. <laughs> yeah, the terror rainbow. Wait, when, when was there a green or an orange alert? I'm, say, I'm saying we've never seen them, oh. but you have to wonder if there are. Yeah. 
I do remember this, though, so vividly. Like, this is bringing back all the memories. Mm -hmm. And here's where they blow, like, the season's entire VFX budget. They do, though. Like, the the rest of the the season's very humdrum with what happens. Yeah. It just reminds me of, um, I don't know if any of you watch Battlestar Galactica, but there's this thing called the Adama Maneuver. Yeah. Nope. But go ahead. The Adama Maneuver, which is basically, like... The Battlestar Galactica was not meant to be in the atmosphere, but they fucking plummet through the atmosphere to, like, launch some spaceships. And it's... Oh, the Voyager has T-Rex arms. And avoid yeah. the Cylons. Yeah. And so, like, they, they drop through the atmosphere, and right before they hit the ground, they, like, FTL out of there just so they don't hit it. It's it's really, it's like oh. the most badass fucking moment in Battlestar Galactica. But, yes, I remember the landing arms of the Voyager. <sighs> yeah, I only saw the good parts of Battlestar Galactica, which was up until the last half season. Yeah, as I say, <laughs> I was actually exactly going to say, Amanda, it's three and a half seasons of a great show. Yeah, it, it is. Three and a half seasons is an excellent show. And so I started the last season, and then I because I learned that they were going to take it off of Netflix, and then it turned off. They were going to take. Turned out it was they were going to take it off of Netflix in like the next day and a half. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get all the way through the third season. Wow! But you then I got to the point where all the reviews online were like, "You don't really need to see the end of it." <laughs> um, <laughs> so I haven't seen the end of it. So, so I'm like, it's a good show. It's a really. Did good you get show. to the mid fourth season finale where they find Earth? No, I got to the point where they realized that they're the mm. hidden Cylons. Mm. Yeah, you know, though honestly, that's probably a good point. Stop. Yeah, I mean, my uh, in, in my in my in my head canon, like they stop after they find Earth, which is turns out to be this radioactive wasteland that like is just shit, shit show. I thought that was the end of the series. No, the end of the series is where they it gets find, worse from there. The, yeah, <laughs> the end of the series is where they find real Earth. And they destroy all their technology, and they become essentially yeah. Like I know that they become like the predecessors Adam and to Eve. humans. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the end of the series. No, the the season finale, the mid season finale for season four, like they find what they think, well, they find Earth as they as they call it, and land is just this radioactive wasteland, like that, like essentially had suffered the same fate that they'd suffered, but like thousands of years prior. Mm-hmm. And it's just just this amazingly bleak moment where like. All hope is essentially lost, and if it was a series finale, it would have been the best. Harry Kim. I know. I'm so in love with him. <sighs> Who is Actually, he? I was going through puberty when this show was on, so I'm in love with, like, half <laughs> of the male yeah. cast. I'm just in love with half the like, cast, period. Love Harry Kim. Love Chakotay. I liked Ijo. I enjoyed it when Q2 showed up. I was never much of a Chakotay shipper, but... Like I got, I got behind Harry and I got behind Belana, and <laughs> I was gonna. You fuck, got behind. I was gonna fuck with. You, I, I was gonna fuck with you guys and say Neelix, but I can't even. <laughs> no, don't I don't think anyone there, was sexually attracted to Neelix. No, no. But yeah, like Belana and Harry, I was, I was definitely attracted to both of them, even as a kid. You're much like Tom Paris, Chris. <laughs> yeah, true. I was never attracted to Tom Paris. He's too much of a jock for me. Yeah. You know, it's weird, though. Even though she was meant to be a sex symbol, I was never really much attracted to the Seven of Nine. I mean, I'm gay, so I can't judge. (laughs) (laughs) Also straight, can't judge. (laughs) Never attracted to her either. So that makes three of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) 
I'm glad that I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad that on this couch we have the full Kinsey spectrum represented. <laughs> between true. between straight and gay, and there's me in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! You have to be careful here because you don't want freezer burn on your cryogenically frozen human. I, I like your swiping noises, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> don't think they went unnoticed or unappreciated. Yep. <laughs> Always make sure you enclose <sighs> your human beings in Ziploc bags. That are freezer proof. Yes, or else they just all rusty. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it blotches on Otherwise their faces. Otherwise, the meat the meat just doesn't taste the same. Oh, I remember when I when I stayed with my mom. She didn't care what time I went to bed, so I always had to stay up late. And one of the one of my favorites, I, I loved Kate Mulgrew was on Conan O'Brien and got the staring contest with him, and just like uh huh, bomber jacket dominated his ass. Kate 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 Mulgrew blinks for no one. Well, she's she's like I grew up in like an Irish family of like seven. I think she said like I mean, it was like she had like a lot of siblings. But no, seriously. I love I love here that that Jane Lee has to spell out the entire name before she realizes it spells Earhart. Hey, Earhart. Where have I heard that? Well, think about it. It'd be like suspenseful theme playing. <laughs> can can we have a shot for the suspenseful theme? But I mean, in this day and age, like it would be Bolana and. Oh, we, Janeway, who we need a shot. Amelia we need a Earhart shot for Amelia is. Earhart's entrance. Amelia wow. Earhart shot. Now this shot will get disappeared over the Pacific. Um, oh no! Probably Paris would know too, but the rest of them, who would know? Fair enough. Well, Fair I like enough. that. Here, I like that she's explaining it as a history thing. Yeah, because it would be like it'd be like in the 1600s if like I don't know, like some like who the fuck is Ponce de Leon? Right. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, oh, I recognize the name Ponce de Leon, but I have to look, I have to go Wikipedia. Yeah, like, what mm-hmm. exactly happened with that guy? Yeah. yeah. Of course, now, the, like, the predominant theory is that they've actually found her remains. Well, in, her uh, remains? Pacific Island. Not her remains, her, like, her skeleton, but, like, her, like, part of her plane bits, right? I thought they actually found the remains of her and her co-pilot. I, I hadn't heard that. Or, well, I, I thought it was wrong. only plain bits. Too, I, I just heard plain bits. Maybe I could have heard bits. the plain bits because that was what was really broadcast, and then they found more stuff. Yeah. If they found more stuff, I think it'd be bigger. Uh, but in this episode, no, they were abducted by aliens. They were aliens. That's a lot of. There's a lot of shows that do that. Like, wasn't there like also like the 4400 that Amelia Earhart was in? I didn't watch the 4400, but that's entirely likely. Did you guys ever read the Eerie Indiana? Nope. Book series. I I watched the show. I never read the series books. So um, they had a bunch of missing people like in this cryogenic thing under Erie, Indiana, and Amelia Earhart was one. Um, what's his face? That guy who jumped out of the airplane with all that money. Oh, DB Cooper. DB Cooper DB was Cooper. one. Uh-huh. They had a uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Even though they weren't missing, but people who like got killed before their crime. But instead, what they did was they abducted them and put them in these cryogenic chambers. Did they have a, was Elvis there? Elvis. No. I don't think Elvis was there. That's Bubba Hotep. Yeah. Um, Bubba Hotep is such a great film. Uh. <laughs> no Cleons. Fuck you, Cleons. Fuck you, Vulcans. Yep. Unless you can cover your ears like Kess. Or just put a fucking stocking cap on. 
<laughs> that is a callback. That's that is. And this is before the doctor gets his mobile emitter. Yes. Oh, no! He got that in, like, what, season three-ish? There we go. Yeah, it was later on. I think it's the end of season two slash start of season three that we get the two-parter where they go back in time. Yeah. Which is an interesting episode. Where they're like, oh, where they realize, oh, shit, like, if we want to do Robert Picardo scenes where he's not in sick bay, we really have to... We really need to give him 29th century technology. Yeah. Which is one of the things that really bargs me. Now that we're past the new Star Trek movie, by the Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. We talked about this last time, which we in which we hadn't seen it. Had you seen it? Have I've, you seen, I've it? seen it? Yeah. Have you? We've yeah, seen Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. 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 It is one of the things that bugs me about that movie is how much holographic technology there is oh. in a time where there really shouldn't be a yeah. lot of holographic yeah. technology. Though I feel like of the three Star Trek movies of the reboot series, it's the closest to the Star Trek ideology. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. I really love the movie. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. fun I love film. It. And I love it really it. holds it holds true to Star Trek ideology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when you realize like who the, the villain is and mm-hmm. his motivations for what he's doing. Yeah. It's a great film. But it does bug me that the, the, the oh, you technology know, yeah. is very anachronistic. Yeah, yeah it is. Well, but like, my brother and I were saying next to each other at, at the end of it, and we're like, we thought that we liked it probably even more than the first of the reboot, just because it seemed more Star Trekky than the rest of them did. Oh, I and I, while like all the like preachy Star Trek moments, I kept being like, mm-hmm. "Hey, Dad! Hey, Dad! What do you think of all this? Hey, Dad!" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked it better than the 2009 Star Trek. I, I will say, like, I mean, they have... It, I feel like, yeah, it's more true to the Star Trek thing, but... And one of the things about the Hall, the Hall thing didn't bother me as much, because I feel like all the technology in these film, these three films have been advanced. Because... It has kind they of... They all yeah. have, yeah. Yeah. Because, and I think part of that's because, A, it's kind of like resetting it to the future from now. Because, like, the Star Trek technology in Star Trek, aside from warp drive and transport attack, like... We have most of that stuff now. We have fair like, enough. Fair enough. We have smartphones and we have you know iPads and we have you know all sorts of things. Yep. Yep. But so with this, I like how they have to kind of explain some of their technology to these people. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, especially since these people were lost in the thirties. Yeah. They have no idea. They have no idea what's up. Though, I don't know. I don't know about you, Amanda, but I have a heart like that. The heart. person they get, the person they cast as Amelia Earhart, looks nothing like Amelia Earhart. She like, does not. Not even a little bit. Like her haircut's cute though for nineteen ninety four. Yeah, it's a cute haircut, but like it looks nothing like Amelia Earhart. She not even looks a little. Nothing like her. Not even a little. And then the random Japanese guy, like, what's he? Yeah. What's he doing there? <laughs> I guess they're just like, oh, we're all ducked a random. A random Imperial Wait, so, Japanese soldier. Really, Earhart's like, oh, you gotta think we're super gullible. But look at these people around you. Like, if I randomly woke up and I was surrounded by people wearing those weird outfits, <laughs> I kind of think there was something strange going on, and I wouldn't immediately dismiss the fact that it's been 400 years since I was right. Awake well, last especially time. the tricorders out. They got their tricorders out. So, like, I would be like, this is weird. Like, I'm willing to listen to you. 
I'm not necessarily going to believe you, but I'm right. willing to take it into consideration. Well, clearly, Amanda, if we ever abduct somebody, we have to wear like futuristic outfits just to see if they can mm-hmm. buy it. Also, I'd have to con- I'd have to consult historic photographs. I'm not sure how period accurate Amelia Earhart's hair is. It's really not. <laughs> well, see, man, if you didn't get up and leave and go to the bathroom, me and Amanda. Thank were, you for pointing that out, Chris. You no know, problem, because well, it may, we have to point that out because me and Amanda were just talking well, about that. My like, role well, here is negging Chris, and Chris is negging you. But Matt's not negging we you, Amanda. Neg. That's Matt, just Matt and I love each other in a pure way. If Matt's <laughs> negging me, so wait, wait. Chris, Chris, if you've learned anything, it's that Amanda and I, from D&D, you should know that Amanda and I are like on the same wavelength on a lot of things. We have such like a deep and pure connection. We have a spiritual parody and like a sync going on that transcends space and time. And other things that I can't really speak of because Mm. I'm too intoxicated. (laughs) That's looks nothing like the looks nothing like the actress that's. She's far more attractive. Amelia Hurt, yeah, I agree. No, the actress. I I love how that goes. But I mean, she has like killer cheekbones right here. I've only ever seen her with her her pilot's cap on. Yeah, yeah. killer cheekbones with the pilot's cap on. J. Edgar Hoover. Tell him now to look, put on... that doesn't look that different. Look at this picture. That's close. That's close. Yeah. If you're casting based on this picture, that's probably the closest you could get yeah, to another human being. <laughs> all, yeah. all this talking pictures, that's right. so podcast friendly. It is. Super ro- you should Google it yourselves, motherfuckers. <laughs> I love you. Um... She has some, uh, as somebody with serious under eye bags, she has some serious under under eye bags. Yeah. Well, I guess she's been asleep for four hundred yeah, years. So true. what does what can I say? My whole face that, is just one giant yeah, under eye bag. Yeah, getting back to the content of this episode, we're starting to introduce now the fact that that oh she's got weird ears. Yeah, she's she's not human. The fact that she's gonna live for four years. Seven years, I think. Seven years? Seven. Yeah. Seven years! She's on the TV show for four years! That Catherine Janeway is, like, a huge fan of Amelia Earhart and, like, mm-hmm. female captain. Yay! I know. I love her. Like, women can do things! Women can do things! Can they? They can. They can. Hashtag women can do the thing. <laughs> Jesus. This episode's gone off the rails. <laughs> I mean, so, like, I grew up in a family. My mom went to school for, like, as long as my dad did. They were both going to be doctors and decided not to be doctors mm-hmm. while they were at school. And, mm-hmm. um, my dad eventually got his MBA, but what does an MBA really mean? It's nothing. <laughs> uh, dishbaggery. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, yeah. oh by so, the way, but he's, so, he's drinking. They drink, we drink. Oh, that's true. That's, yeah, that's that, true. That is true. Mm. But continue, Amanda. But so, with my parents, I always knew, like, no okay, girls can do what guys do. Mm-hmm. Grew up with Captain Janeway. I'm like, girls can be freaking at the top. Yeah. yeah. The and it really wasn't until I got older that I realized that some people didn't think that. that. 
Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's an unfortunate realization. But I mean, it's better than growing up thinking you can't do something. Oh, no, 100%. Because you know you can. Yep. Yeah. And it's just somebody being, like, stupid when they think you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So it means a lot. Because I'm a I badass do, I, motherfucker. I, I, see, I fucking love this 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 meeting between it. I always love this meeting between Earhart and Janeway. Like, you know, and like she totally mm, wants to take her to the ship. She's like, I yeah. want to show you what my ship can do because and you're so I'm cool gonna... and I'm so cool. My ship's so cool and your ship was cool and it's they. Let's make out. <laughs> like I kind of want to make out. <laughs> like how do you feel about that? Like if you didn't say no. You can say it won't no. hurt my feelings. It's okay. It's cool. You guys are basically describing but the like, dialogue that's happening right now. But like, if you want to make out, it's cool. And then if like, maybe you want to do some over the shirt or maybe under the shirt action, that's also cool. I mean, I'd be into like, it. I mean, if we end and up, I, I don't say that to every girl, but I, I mean, I'd, just, I'd, be, I'd be into it. I'm just saying the sheets in my captain's bed are 100 percent satin. If you want to like feel like, them yeah, on your I bare mean, skin, I'll that's totally just cool. I'll show you. Like you had a like, ship, you, you know, were in like a tiny little, a tiny little seat. We, we don't have to do anything. You can just lay in my bed. Yeah, and, and be you like, can see my ship it. and see how big yeah. my captain's quarters are in my ship. Because yours was just a tiny little chair, but mine is like a real quarters. Yeah. And also like a hundred percent satin seats. Would you Would you like to ride in my captain chair? You can try it out if you want. I mean, like you know, like just totally... sit there and just ride it. I can show you how to push the button. Yeah, like if you, if you push it like really, really quickly in succession, mm-hmm. it works the best. Yeah. I love <laughs> you both. I love you both. I love you both. <laughs> that was amazing. I was happy just to be a bystander on that ride. A passenger in that ride. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong, or does Janeway's hair change in later seasons? It does. She does. Okay, I thought it did. It's it's a, it's a, it's a much less matronly bun in later yeah, seasons. Yeah, she right? has like her pilgrim hair in the first few seasons, <laughs> and then it's not pilgrim hair. Pilgrim hair. It I is love pilgrim it. hair. I'm I'm not disputing it, but, but look I love at, it. Yeah, it's totally pilgrim hair. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! If the Japanese series... guys like I don't know what's going on. There's like one Japanese dude, one Indian woman, one black guy. Remember how there's different races? Yeah. There's different races on Earth. Did you know that? Well, you know, according to most TV at this time, I did not. Fair point, sir. Fair point. <laughs> um, I completely... Be- oh, you were saying she has pilgrim hair. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been amazing if when they introduced this season, they had like... No, like, except for Iris Ancestors, she's talking about her pilgrim ancestors. Obsequious buckles in the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> like giant belt buckles and shoe buckles. Yes. My friend in high school, who is probably not listening to this at all, but if he ever listens to this, I'm so sorry, Ben. <laughs> But he had these shoes, and we all called them pilgrim shoes behind his back. But they were so pilgrim. They were like these black, like loafers, and they had buckles on the top of them. They were pilgrim shoes. Those those are pilgrim. And he always wore like the swishy athletic pants and a sweater. That's a strange. (laughs) So he'd have his pilgrim shoes, swishy pants, and a sweater. (laughs) 
Oh, no. Uh, the asshole died. Oh, the asshole no. is dead. Oh, no. Asshole down. No, make sure he's dead. Harry, kill him. <laughs> you know Garrett Wang is still single, right? Is he? That's, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's unfortunate. I mean, because it's hopeful be, for me. Do you think it's because of his pilgrim shoes? Garrett? No. Oh, oh, oh Garrett. Oh, no. The friend Amanda. with the pilgrim shoes is married and has a kid. Oh. Amanda, you need to get a move on. Like, I know. He can't wait forever for you. I've been I've been looking at like the conventions around the area and when he's done he hasn't come yet. But when he comes I'm just gonna show up and be like, Hey I think I think you need to make him come, Amanda. <laughs> I think you need to put the initiative into it to make Garrett Wang come. I mean I would. <laughs> I mean As Chris There has his been less than I've had sets with, so <laughs> So yeah, these people are here and they're wearing sh- they're wearing like radiation suits. They look kind of like the Zodiac killer, except that their face area is completely open. Wait, they look like Ted their Cruz? eyes. Oh wait, oh wait, <laughs> they're people. They're people. They're human people, which is the best kind of people. I don't know. Wow, Where wow, are we going with wow, this? wow. I mean, you're the one who called them people. The most questionable kind of people of why they're there. <laughs> My skin is numb. Is that a... We're we're doing fine. We're doing fine. John, John Evansville? I was just saying... Karen, Karen Berlin. Berlin. Okay, I don't... These names are made up. These, these, are, these are names. These are city names. We are names. watching a sci-fi TV show. These, these are names that are cities. These are... Why isn't he dead? <laughs> Harry Cam, you've let me down. I'd still see if you. If that guy is named after Evansville, Indiana... That would be, like, the best fucking thing. I was just in Evansville, Indiana, like, a day ago. <laughs> Evansville, Indiana is the worst fucking thing. Yes, it is, which is why I hate, <laughs> which is why why I hate going there. So I'm being it named be, after it would be the best It would be, be amazing if, like, the five last names on this planet are Washington, <laughs> Evansville, like Paris, Berlin, Madrid, and, and Evans- Evansville. <laughs> why Evansville? Because <laughs> I guess Evansville! And then we have Paris... <laughs> Evansville is such a shithole, though. It's very true. <laughs> oh god, it's I've been there. I don't know why it exists. The town shouldn't exist, but it exists. <laughs> it, it exists. Amelia, although you have short hair, you're totally not gay. What? She he just professed his love for her. Oh. Well, she's married. I know. Amelia Earhart was married. In she real was, but that means IRL. nothing. There's she, been there's been suspicious things written about her. There's been suspicious things written about a lot of people. That's true. <laughs> but I know she likes him because he looks douchey. You know, oh, and he's not going to die after all. He's a hundred percent douchey. Hey, it's Robert Picardo. I love you, Robert Picardo. Hi, Robert Picardo. You're so sexy. I love the way you ham in the background. (laughs) And I also love the way how you're a rabbi in the latest Coen Brothers movie. That was like the only good part of that That movie, That was literally the only... I I mean, I really liked uh, when What's-His-Face decided to be... George Clooney? No, not George Clooney. Decided to be what? 
the Tommy sympathizer and went out to the uh, the U boat, uh, not the U boat, the submarine. Generic white dude. What's his name? Generic I, white dude. I actually oh, seen, he was in I uh, seen Magic Alcide. Mike. The main guy in Magic Mike. Alcide? No, like Alcide generic white. Is not a generic the main white guy action Magic star. Mike. Channing Tatum? Yes, Channing Tatum, thank yes. You. I like that you knew exactly who I meant when I said generic white action star. Well, um, all right. I mean, Alcide is not generic white action star. Oh, my God, Alcide. I would kill people. Joe Montanilla. You and me both. Are he oh. is. Oh, my God. God, Ugh. that man. Ugh. He and Sophia, what's her name? I mean, I would rather have. I mean, no offense to Joe Montanelli, like, he is gorgeous. But I would rather have Alexander Skarsgård personally. Personally. Uh, personally. I mean, Vaughn's never been my thing. Well, you know, Matt, why not have both? I mean, in this fantasy world of mine, where... So, Fair enough, I would sir. say number one Fair is enough. Joe. Very, very, very close second is Alexander Starstar. But if it, were, if it came to if it came to the characters, it would be the opposite way. Yeah. I love how I we're not even talking about the episode anymore. <laughs> Well, we we got talked about. We got started on. We, we got, were talking about it a couple of minutes ago. I remember very clearly talking about how I would sleep with like half of the cast. Yes. Yeah. And then we yeah. got started about True Blood and the like True Blood moments. And yeah, though I'll see Oreo got fucking bugged. No, but the thing is, so I would hit Joe Mendenhall before what's his face. Yeah. Alexander Starstruck. I would Tarzan. hit Eric. Before I'd hit Alcide. Well, let's, be, let's be real for a second, Amanda. If you had the opportunity I'm to... I'm saying if it's both at once, there's an order. Right, right, right. But I mean, if, if you came upon if you came upon an Alexander Skarsgård in the wild, you wouldn't say no. No! That's not wild. even what I kind you're, of suggested. I, want, I love how you're conjecturing like the latest Tarzan film is the truth. Like a possible reality that you just... You happen upon this incredibly sexy man <laughs> in, in the, the wild. wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, like he's a fucking Pokemon. I want to see that so badly. I've never <laughs> wanted to see a Tarzan movie in my life. And I'm like, oh, hey. Oh, my God. Oh, have you seen... Have you seen like the review... You you linked it. Yes, like, yes, I have. Is like, it completely terrible? Because it seems like it would be completely horrible. Oh, yes, the review is just like, oh my god, the abs and the V, the V. <laughs> he ha- it's just like it. It's almost like a drunken review that's just about going gushing about how amazing Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, body is. They're talking with, about how great Evansville no. is, and I just have to say, Evansville is not great in any respect. <laughs> Does Evansville have the, the 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 restaurant with the pork brains? Yes. Yeah, it does. If we ever make another episode of Chris and Matt Eat Weird Shit, we have to go to Evansville Eat Pork Brains. Uh, so they're now talking about the, the cities that these humans have built that we never see in this episode because production issues. But apparently they've made amazing cities and now they're caught in a moral conflict about whether or not they should stay on this planet or head back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Just to get everyone caught up in the episode, because we haven't been like, paying attention to Indiana. it at all. Ah, a little eerie. It is a little eerie Indiana. I need to go downstairs and see if I can still find my Chakotay temporary tattoos. Or maybe it's eerie Michigan. We don't know. It's eerie Indiana. 
This is a real town in Indiana. Yeah. I'm in the area of Pennsylvania. It's hey. a big thing with the first few seasons. They're like, should we let people just leave? Should we yeah. let people just leave? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're even into later seasons. Like, there's an episode where the doctor wants to leave, and they're debating over whether or not they should allow that. The let kid- him leave? Copy the fucking program. That's what I was thinking. Maybe when we get to that episode, we'll discuss it. Is that... So, no spoilers, but what's your next episode from... Uh, it's TNG. TNG. Okay. TNG to round it out. Okay. Back to the beginning. I don't know what that was you just said. I said back, back to, to the beginning. I know what you said. I don't know what it was. Well, back to the beginning said. of this month. It was a weird block. voice. I was trying something. I don't know what it was, but I was trying something. It's okay. You know what? Never be afraid to experiment. I, I That's what I go for, you know? I don't live it myself. <clears throat> Oh, he's talking about Arizona and the Gulf of Mexico because he's a Native American. Yes. Don't forget that, ladies and gentlemen. That's Chicote why he has is a, a Native face American. tattoo and he's not a... <clears throat> no, no. He's Did we not do a... the episode where he goes on a spirit quest to save no. you? No, but no. I was thinking about We've that for our about what it, the but fuck we haven't actually episodes. gotten to it. So it's a little what the fuck and it's a little insensitive. It's very what the fuck and it's very insensitive. I mean... I'm just being generous. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that's very generous of you. I feel like they were trying to show white people their cultures, but they were white people themselves, so they really tried to... Yeah. But they wanted people to be open to other things. Majestic theme builds and swells. Oh, we got the If Majestic you don't have subtitles on, you're not noticing any of this. <laughs> There's the captain's laptop as we fade to black... And come on, on with Neelix, everyone's Fucking favorite Neelix. character. You know, I have always loved Neelix. You admitted that in a previous episode. Yeah, you episode. said he'd fuck him. I don't think he said he, he said would earlier fuck him. this episode. I didn't say I'd fuck Neelix. <laughs> you didn't. I was you fucking. Ew, fruit taco jello. Fuck you, Neelix. You're terrible. You don't put fruit in jello. The most middle class Midwestern. Only terrible of people desserts. with horrible taste put fruit in jello. Rice and a little fish, because I assume that's Ginger. what you want as a Japanese person. I mean, maybe a little bit. <clears throat> <laughs> Got the ginger going on. That's a nice, nice touch. I just got sushi the other day. That's exactly what I ate rice, a little fish, some ginger. Sounds delicious. It was really good. I love sushi. Oh, do we stay or do we go now? Do I stay or do I go? If only there was a song you could play during this episode that would that would, that would describe these conundrum of staying or going. Yes. Will they stay or will they well, go? I'm clearly not being funny, so I've, there's only one way I can really rectify this. Chris, if you can keep, keep up with this trend of doing shots at the end of the episode... Mama... Damn it, Gary! Him, you would not. He understands why people would want to. It reminds him of home. So they're all human. I'm just reminding. I'm just speaking of Earth. I'm. 
I, I don't, don't want to say Matt, I don't want to talk about her stuff. I mean, Kim's kind of a terrible Starfleet <laughs> officer, you know? I love Kim, though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, as Kim we is... know, my feelings for yes, Kim we are very know you. Kim is adorable. You, and... you, me, and that all had the hots for Kim when we watched Voyager. Actually, the two people I had the most hots on are in this scene. Yeah. Balana and Kim. Kim would be a, a wonderful power bottom. <laughs> He totally would be. That's 100% what Kim would be. He would be well, dressed. of course he wouldn't be at top. He's a Kim, well, no, for God's sake. The fact that he's a power bottom is what's important. That's the thing. So he, he's a bottom, but he's trying really hard. He's, yes. he, he's, 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 he is working hard, but he knows. Well, he's directing the action from the bottom. Yeah, yes. exactly. He's like, oh, you like that, Tuvok? You like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tuvok, you're going to fuck me, Tuvok. Like, you are going to fuck me. You know what would be really cool if you were on top? <laughs> uh, uh, oh my god, guys, this episode has gone so far off the rails. We, <laughs> we are so far off. If Jared Wayne ever hears this episode, he's never going to sleep with me. This, this train has shot <laughs> off the rails and just like flying, flying. Through space. Through space. Through space. Uh, uh, isn't it remarkable that they've evolved much like people on Earth? And they never landed the Voyager again. The end. I think they have, actually. Like, maybe Once one episode more, yeah. where they could afford twice. to use the VFX. It costs a lot. It does. It costs The same reason why they never separated the saucer and mm-hmm. TNG, except for, like, in three episodes. Well, not only did it cost money, but it also took time, which yeah. was apparently important for these mm-hmm. guys. But they like they reused. The, never mind. Like the only worst series I think for time uh-huh. production of each episode was the Power Rangers series, <laughs> which is odd because they already had the pre-existing footage for Power Rangers. Yeah, for like but they half the episode out, when the series was airing, they put out a new episode every day. Yeah, I remember every that. day, every day, every weekday. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it was terrible. They overworked those people like crazy. It was awful. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Oh, okay. That's probably true. I just don't. I. Oh no! Yeah, I was like a new. I was a child. I don't remember. I was a little old for it, but I still watched it. Well, I didn't realize there's a new episode every day until like a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. and somebody had put something up online, and I. I think they did like a Monday through Thursday. I don't think they had new episodes. Well, yeah, it wasn't the weekend. It was weekdays. (laughs) Well, also. Which I'll, isn't a whole lot better. Five out of seven days isn't mm-hmm. wonderful. Well, I think it was four out of seven. Because I don't think they did new ones on Friday. Hmm. But at least that's what I remember. All I know is I was really pissed off because it was about the, when the Green Ranger became the White Ranger. And it was the O.J. Simpson trial. And they weren't playing Power Rangers. Uh, oh, no. Just oh fucking O.J. Simpson. Oh, my God, Amanda. Yes, I remember that so well. I I, like, would, I was fucking six years old or something like that. I was in kindergarten, and time, it was the worst experience of my life. At the, at the time of the O.J. Simpson trial, uh, one of our... Down, <laughs> down the alley from where I live... I love that this is where the episode has gone. Continue. Down the alley from where I live, uh, one of my neighbors, sort of... She's a little down the down the alley from me. She had diabetes, and she didn't have... She had both of her... Both Wait, of her, but everyone's here! Both of her legs. I'm so happy. Wait, can we finish at the end when she realizes? Yeah, everyone, everyone is here. here. No one has decided what? to Nobody's stay. Nobody's left. Everyone's she staying says on the Voyager. Such 
She has feelings. There are feelings happening right now. And it's tradition blue again. <laughs> We're back to blue, everybody. We're back to fucking blue. Let's get the, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get back home. Everyone to wants real to go home. home. To home. To not real this, Earth. Not this bullshit home, but the real oh home. Oh my god, I love Voyager so much. Oh, me too. Voyager's so good. And they watch as Voyager takes off. Take us back to the O.J. Simpson trial, Chris. Okay, yeah, now that we've gotten past, there's just just some sci-fi so, shit in the background. It so my my down-the-alley neighbor mm-hmm. was, um, she had both of her legs amputated from diabetes. So I would walk her dog for her and pick up her mail from the post office. Yes, or diabetes. Shut up. Depends on if you go with the, like, the, the dude. Look, Wilford Brimley. I know, Brimley. but the, what I'm wondering is what is the real thing? It's diabetes is the real okay. thing. Diabetes is how Wilford Brimley pronounces it. <laughs> so I pronounce it diabetes because I don't want Wilford Brimley to come to my house and murder me. Fair. Legit. Fair, sir. Legit. So I down the alley for a diabetes. <laughs> Both of her legs amputated. <laughs> I would walk your dog, and I would go get her mail Because both of her legs were amputated. <laughs> and I would walk a dog, and I would get her. <laughs> Jesus, you guys! This is a real person. She has since passed, but she was a real person. That means nothing to me. I'm dead inside. Oh. <laughs> So, so any, she's dead, and you walked her dog. I walked her dog and got her mail. Yeah. And this is when the O.J. Simpson trial was going on. And every day, she would trap me at her house and talk to me about the O.J. Simpson trial. And what I thought, if he was guilty or not. And it was so confusing to me as, like, a ten-year-old. Because I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm guessing he's guilty, but I don't know. And when he was found not guilty, she was very upset by this. I don't know. I don't remember how this is germane to Star Trek. I don't remember why we're talking about this. All I know is that I'm apparently broken broken. Matt, come back. We have to do our sign-offs. So anyway, we finished the episode. <laughs> we are so fucking Matt, so... Matthew, <laughs> Matholomew, Chris. What, what did you learn in this episode? I learned that the producers really wanted to bring people back for this episode, but they didn't have shit to back up all the hype with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, that they really wanted people to get past the whole whining on that we're getting home thing and be like okay now we're just we're just exploring space because that's what star trek is about mm-hmm. chris what did you learn i i learned that um it's really hard to cast a believable amelia Earhart. <laughs> i mean amelia Earhart, she looks a certain way in real life and if she doesn't look that way in fiction it just pulls me right out Pulls me right out. Also, so, also, I learned that for some reason, my poor down the alley neighbor with diabetes is hilarious to you guys. So Chris has pulled out it's Amanda. The way you start we... the story. It and is Amanda. What did you learn this episode? Um, I didn't learn anything. All it did was reaffirm the fact that Captain Janeway is all I ever wanted to be in life. Yes, Amanda, you are keeping it a hundred. 
I don't know. I'm keeping it real, bro. So that's it for this episode that's of it. Drunk Track. Drunk. You can yeah. find us on Twitter at Drunk Track Cast. If I said iTunes, is that it? Are you sure? Yes, that is correct. That is it. Yes. Okay. You can find us on iTunes if you search for Drunk Trek. It will show up immediately if you search for Star Trek. We're like at the bottom of the results. Uh, and you can also find us on the interwebs at drugtrek.space. Space! Space! We will see you next week, though, with our last episode. Of your birthday month. Of my birthday, birthday month. All right, well, and the 50th anniversary of Star Trek. 50. Happy birthday! But really, it's all about Matt's birthday, because... <laughs> Until <laughs> next I'm week. sorry. Drink long and prosper. <laughs> Bye! Bye!